Hello, 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 and welcome to Rainbows Rising, where we ascend together. I'm your host, Rainbow Raja, and, you know, I I had a really difficult month last month. My grandma passed away, and I'm going to be introducing um, ancestral healing and talking about how you can connect with your ancestors how you can forgive the mistakes of your ancestors and how to work with your ancestors to clear out old patterns, unhealthy habits, etc. So just for this week, we're just going to talk about how you can work with your ancestors, even if you don't know them. Some of you may not have grandmas or grandpas that you ever met. You know, maybe you don't even have your mom and dad. Maybe you were adopted and you don't have any parents that you know of. Um, that doesn't mean that you are completely disconnected with your ancestors. It's important to know that you are comprised of two people. Whether you know their names or not, you are comprised of two people. And those two people were also comprised of two people and so on and so forth, back and back and back for hundreds of thousands of years. And that, in a way, we are all connected. And so when you are doing any kind of ancestral work, when you are trying your best to heal patterns or recognize parts of your life, parts, parts of, of your own behaviors, you're like, man, what is this? Why just can't, why can't I shake this? It might be an ancestral pattern. And you can always tap in with your body, tap in with your inner knowing to find out. So for those of you who do know your ancestors and can do a little research, maybe go on Ancestry.com, make yourself a family tree. Just not a piece of paper. It doesn't have to be anything fancy on a lined piece of paper. Put yourself at the very, very bottom. And above you, your parents. And above them, there are two sets of parents. And so on and so forth, if you can, for as far back as you can. Do some research. Find out who these people were. What careers were they in? And if you don't want to have to go back that far, you don't want to have to dig into all that dirt, just just ask family members who remember them. Ask for stories. You know, it's, it's really intriguing how much of your grandparents you might have in common with. They may, you know, they may not be as cohesive as they were when they were your age. But I know talking with my grandma um, in recent years, listening to her stories of her childhood, she was so, so full of energy and life and she was enthusiastic and she had a thousand things going on at all times. And I find myself juggling so many hats and so many roles and being so energetic and enthusiastic in my endeavors 
that I can't help but see a bit of her in me. I see the worry that she has for all of her children or had for all of her children during her life. And now with children of my own, I'm experiencing that same worry, that same, that same uh, tension that almost, that almost makes you a little unbearable to be around when you're too worried about someone. But I notice it and I'm aware of it. And I know that that worry comes from a place of love. And that even though growing up, I always found her obsessive, you know, oh, be careful, don't hurt yourself there. Oh, don't do that. That That is, that's very dangerous. Please, please come down and come sit and cross your legs and, you know, come come sit on the uh, plastic couch over here. <laughs> you know, my, my grandma was always coming from a place of love. So it's important to recognize those patterns in your own families. To recognize, you know, uh, any kinds of, of patterns that may have happened with your parents that passed into you. Do some investigation and see if those patterns trace back to their parents. You might be surprised what's passed down. What, what patterns even things that are out of our control, there are patterns, sometimes patterns of loss, sometimes patterns of, of making poor choices, patterns of abuse, choosing certain types of partners, patterns of favorite animals or careers. When you start working with your ancestors and you start to take an interest in who came before you and who made you who you are today, it's important to honor them and to know that they lived just as hard of a life as you. They had choices to make and some of them were not always the right ones. And that's okay. It's okay, because we all struggle on this journey. So if you do decide to work with me this month, work with me through, through discovering your ancestors, reacquainting yourself with your ancestors, reacquainting yourself with your parents, even if, you're, if your relationships aren't good, Toxic even. You don't have to communicate with them. You can write them letters. You can talk to them in the mirror. Because when you look in the mirror, you see them both through you. There's some powerful, powerful practices you can have when working with your ancestors. So just know that when you are working through your ancestors and you start to, to work with them and help them forgive their own mistakes, help them recognize their own incredible gifts that maybe when they were alive, they didn't see them. When you recognize it, they will too. It's a powerful thing. You can clear entire, entire, 
uh, roads of difficulty for yourself when asking for your ancestors to come and sit with you to better understand who they were, who they are, and how they work through you. So create your ancestral tree, your family tree. Start writing down traits of your mother, of your father, of your grandma, of your grandpa on both sides. Go back as far as you can. Don't don't strain, don't stress, don't make it a chore. If you enjoy it, make it fun. Go as far back as you feel. You can even do your 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 aunts and uncles if you feel inclined to do so. Um, I recommend that when you're done making your family tree, you try your best to look at positive qualities that were passed down, some positive patterns, positive things that you see in your grandmother, in your grandfather, your mom and dad, in yourself. These things that, that you resonate with. And make a list. Make a list of all the positive things that you inherited from these people. Their gifts, their abilities, their qualities, their traits. And on the other side, go ahead and write all the negative things. Oh, you know, grandma, whatever, talk too much and I inherited that from her. Well, go ahead and write that down. Go ahead and write that down. Maybe you inherited gossip too. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. Because without gossip, you know, how would the town know what's going on, right? Go ahead and write all those traits down. You got, you got grandma's little nose and you love that little nose so much. Yeah, but you got your dad's big hands and he got his big hands from his dad. And those big hands have always been crafters. You guys have always crafted art of some kind. You worked on cars. That's, a, that's an art. That's an art form. You guys carved. That's an art form. You know, take a look at that. Recognize that. Pull out some family photos. Black and white is totally fine. Contact family members. See what you can get your hands on, even if they're they're digital. Pull them out. Print them up. Put them on your altar. If you don't have an altar, create a little space on your bedside table or in your closet or somewhere that you visit that bring you joy. Put some photos out. Next to those photos, you can put maybe a slice of bread, some wine or some juice, some water, some, some food for your ancestors, showing that you're willing to make the sacrifice to work with them. Maybe you don't want to sacrifice food. Maybe you don't have the money to. Maybe you don't like wasting food. Talk to them. Every time you see them, say hi. Sit down. Have a conversation, even if they're gone. When was the last time you talked to your grandma? You really talked to your grandma. You know, talked about all those memories you had with her. Talked about 
how much fun you had when you, you were a kid in the summertime. You'd have those barbecues. She'd spray you with the hose. Talk to them. Even if you never met them. Even if you never met your grandpa, you talk to him. Ask him who he is and be still and listen for the answer. Be still. The answer will always come. With those little photos up, maybe your your grandma, your grandpa gave you a necklace or a, a watch. I know my grandpa gave me a watch. Maybe you might have some trinkets, some little porcelain dolls your family members gave you, something your mom gave you, something your dad gave you. That means something. Choose things that mean something. Have emotional value. Put those on your altar, on your desk, or on your bedside table. This month, I ask that you are courageous. You create a space for your ancestors. I will. I will. We will do this together. Because when we're working together to ascend and to learn and to grow, we should work together. With all of us doing this together, we're going to be healing so much so much for ourselves, for our siblings, for our parents, for their siblings, for our cousins, for for our ancestors to finally move on. They saw the revolution, the resolution to all of their problems. They saw their dreams come to fruition through you. Someone saw them. Someone heard them. So create that altar. Put those things that mean something there. Go over your little list of patterns, of positive gifts and qualities. I know on my mom's side, my great-great-grandmother was kooky you know everybody in the family didn't like her so much because she was a little you know uh, a little a little kooky um and the reason for that being is she really liked eastern eastern uh you know uh like fans and furniture and art she loved oriental everything and, and she had a lot of historical kind of uh, trinkets, like Balinese masks and, and um, tarot cards. And she was very gypsy-like in her, in her, um, in what she loved to do and her, her aesthetic. And everyone... Besides, you know, the young, young kids, everyone in the family kind of looked, looked poorly on her because of her, her interests and her style were not normal. We're talking, this is back in the early 1900s when, when all that style would be very not normal. Now look at it. 
She was she was a whole hundred years ahead of her time. Like, good for her. Good for her. But my mom, I never got to meet my, my great-great-grandmother. But my mom remembers her. My mom remembers going to her house and being enchanted by her knickknacks and the style, which was so different than what she was used to. She remembers sitting with, with my great-great-grandmother and, and playing this card game, this very interesting card game that made no sense, but it knew too much. Go Fish never knew anything, but this card game did. And it, I think it planted a seed in my mom. A seed of mystery, of magic. Something that pulled at her heart. And although my mom never went into any kind of metaphysical thing or mystical thing, I can tell you, I see a lot of, you know, uh, Eastern beautiful trinkets on her wall. She has all all these incredible Balinese masks and a giant tapestry of of Confucius that covers an entire wall. My mom has handmade sculptures from China and she has a sitar from India. My mom has so many incredible like artifacts from these different cultures that um, fascinated me when I was growing up. And just that one little thing was passed down from my grandmother. It made such an impact on my mom, it changed her whole style. Changed her view on the world. She became very open-minded to new types of medicine. She doesn't, she doesn't take, she doesn't take ibuprofen when she has a headache. No, she goes outside and she gets some fresh air. Sits in the backyard and listens to the birds. And my dad's very different. And I'm sure your family is too. If you really look, look into all those little tiny quirks from each person. I know this episode has been a much slower paced episode. I really wanted to take the time to connect with my grandmother and to connect with any messages um, that she might bring to me. I was very much in an altered state sharing all of this with you guys as I traveled through memories with both her and my other grandmother and my grandfather and just kind of looking at all the things I've done to connect with my ancestors. And I will have a guest at the end of this month. Her name is Nilam. And she will be coming on and talking about the importance of ancestral healing and what you can do to um, incorporate ancestral healing into your life, to integrate it into your life. Um, Next week, I will be doing an ancestral reading. Normally I do it the first week of the month, but I think this month I just really wanted to to shake things up, 
shake the energy up a bit. So next week we will be doing channeled messages from my ancestors and your ancestors. I'll just open up to that. And I'll be doing a reading um, and sharing some crystals. And it'll be a much longer, longer uh, show next week. So I look forward to this journey this month with all of you listening. I'm so grateful that you can make it here today. And I hope that, you know, even if you are not on good terms with your living family or you don't know who your family was, if you're, if you're an orphan or whatever your situation may be, that you feel into your heart, that you go into a quiet space and you recognize that all the traits, all the things that you like, if you gravitate towards something that just isn't normal, that nobody really introduced you to, those things could be past. It could be blood, certain behavioral patterns, or quirks or qualities. Take some time, just really sit with that and honor that you are a tapestry of the people who've come before you. Miraculous people who lived incredible lives. That you are, are a piece of that. And they are a piece of you. Alright? Thank you guys so much and I can't wait to ascend with all of you this month with working with our ancestors. I hope you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.
Are you ready to ascend to the next level? This is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide calling. Please be sure to keep all arms and legs inside your vessel at all times. I'm just here to remind you to take some time today. Support Rainbow's Rising podcast. Go join the Discord community. Check out the Patreon. Get some stickers, custom tarot cards. Check out the merch. The merch. You know you want to. Go connect with Rainbow Raja. Maybe even get a session. Who knows? Your support helps make this show possible. And she loves to support you. Help support her too. Once again, this is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide, guiding you to your ascension.